Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Hellfire Congregation of Radical Egalitarianism. We have been touring all over the South 12 days now. We just did a show in Nashville, Tennessee, and it's been a whirlwind. And we wanted to make sure that we all, all got it down on record why we are all incredibly fucked up. <laughs> so that lets that steam out. But uh, I want to thank all the gentlemen sitting at the table here for being consummate professionals and putting on an amazing fucking live show. We killed that so hard. Uh, doing these things, it's like you just have to listen to the people when they tell you how much they love it, you know, They're, and meeting all the folks in the crowd and getting everybody together. It's just like the best thing in the world, you know. So thank you all for being here. Who do we got at the table? Terrence Ray, Trillbillies. Sam Sachs, the District Sentinel. Brian Quinby, Street Fight Radio. McLaughlin, McLaughlin Group. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Knight, uh, District Sentinel. Yeah, so it's been a while. Uh, what's been your favorite moment so far? What sticks out? We, so let's get right to it. I think we got to get something out of the way. There's a little bit of uh, agitation, maybe elephant in the room. Earlier today, uh, only because Nick Hayes from Mean TV told us to, he bought these fake lottery tickets, oh, and no. we set up Sam Knight today, and we all felt so terrible about it, and Tom... Am I proud of it? No. <laughs> no, you had them in your hand. I didn't have to hand them over to him. You handed it to him, what right? Felt, what felt worse was, was well, really, I was aiding the bed Nick <laughs> over here, and that's... I sold you down the river, buddy. I, I there's no easy way to say it, but I mean, Nick is like a a great manipulator in the sense that, like, um, he got me to get involved, and I never prank anybody. I've never pranked anybody. Well, they in my they life. asked me. Naomi asked me, especially like, is is this going to be okay? Oh uh, yeah, blame it on a woman. No, I, I mean they both they both asked me, and I think one of you guys asked me too. Like, is Sam going to be able to handle this? Should we actually do this? And I know, yeah, I knew that Sam, that was out of Tom, anyone here, if we were going to play this prank on anyone, Sam probably would have handled it the best. Yeah, I got to say, coming down, I didn't realize all y'all were degenerate gamblers. Like, <laughs> so I, like, I was like, all right, because like, either he's going to know it's a fake or he's going to like keep his cool until the money's in his account, right? Like, how, much like, it, how much did it say that you had won? said uh, 50,000 50, United States dollars. <laughs> And I'll tell you, the first thing you said was, I'm splitting with everybody in the car. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then he went further. He went even further. He handed me the ticket and said, I'm really touched by this. Honestly, this is no joke. Because you, you bought the ticket. I am not even exaggerating. I'm very touched by this. You said, man, you can keep it if you want it. <laughs> I never would have done that for you. <laughs> Thank you for speaking your truth. I just, I just said McDonald's on me, buddy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going out to dinner tonight, and then yeah. I'm going home with $40,000. $49,916. Well, uh, if it makes you feel any better, I was uh, preparing a uh, retaliation, but <clears throat> I can't really uh, risk having the cops be called on us. <laughs> The shrooms you're on is all water. Sam took the real ones into another room. <laughs> Sam and I just threw a pack of M80s on the table here. 
Yeah, the, so the plan was to, to light, to that, huh? light some uh, firecrackers off underneath uh, Nick Hayes when he's holding that expensive camera. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I would have liked that one. That's the kind of that's the kind of cruel action I can get into. Really yeah. falling down on his ass with those things. Well, I mean, he'll fall. Dance, asleep. Nick. He'll fall asleep eventually. Yeah, Nick's got to sleep eventually. So uh, sweet dreams tonight, but. You know. <laughs> Fortunately, you're in the one house where if you shut the door, the goddamn thing locks. So it's so far so good, though. What has been your favorite place we've stayed at? Because we've had a few different living situations. Got to be you, Lee. Well, we can, we need to combine the best parts of all the places we stayed because Yuli was ideal. It was a great place. It was on a on a creek. Yeah. Terrence went kayak on I, the creek. I got it in a kayak. <laughs> Yeah, there was a tree house. There, there were birds. There was there a ping pong us. table. Just just outside of Jacksonville. Right. I don't think a lot of people will know, uh, will have heard of Yuli before. Yeah. It's north of Jacksonville. It smelled like shit. The water like actual farty shit. Oh, yeah. Brian place. didn't shower the whole time. I hated shower. I also did not. Sh- well, I did shower and I hated myself because everyone was like, it's going to be okay. And I cut it on and I'm naked. And I'm like, I fucking wish I wouldn't have done this right yeah. now. The water was the worst. I mean, smell. it smelled like so eggs. Bad once you got it in. was just swell water. I mean, uh, uh, Terrence said it was better than the big city water we're drinking. <laughs> that was just something I told y'all to get you to shut up about the water. <laughs> I was disappointed in... Uh, now, nah, I liked Julie. Don't get me wrong. One thing I was disappointed in was the hot tub. Yeah, the hot tub didn't work. Yeah, yeah. the motherfucker... man likes good soap. And it broke. Like, yeah. And, and then Tom left the uh, lid off right before a torrential downpour. Yeah. Hey, hold on. I'd just like to set the record straight. I want to about something real quick. I take it back. I'm glad I played that prank on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. I saved your life in Eula. You did? Sam and I was just in the middle of a goddamn lightning storm up there fucking scrubbing and dubbing. I said, hey, man, get it. He said, no, that's just an old wives' tale. Yeah, I think it's. I still think it's an old wives' tale. There's no way to prove the, uh, the, the, you know, as if, like, that fucking bathroom got zapped by a bolt of lightning without me in it. No, it, I, I was fine. It's like I, earlier we were talking about apple seeds, yeah. I think. Uh, how they're poisonous, apparently. Well, you were it's saying that. It's like an old that. wife's tale. Right. No, it's I, not an old wife's tale. It's science. You fucking <laughs> numb nuts. Well, at what I remember, point does the lightning bolt enter the water? I remember getting woken up, and normally I wake up early, but Brett had kept me out till past 4 a.m. the night before. I remember waking up to you banging on the door, bathroom door, saying, Yo, Sam, there's lightning out there. You best get out of there. And I just thinking, what a dumbass. There's no way that anyone's going to die in the shower. <laughs> All the kids off their phones right now. It's lightning outside. Now listen, it's called leverage. Listen, listen. I'm an electrician just by a show of hands. <laughs> yeah. Let the record yes, show only one person. I was a cable guy for a period of time, so I know something about cords. Right. I don't think it can happen. I got a, I got a, I got a quick one for you that is relevant. I, I went tubing in Tennessee one time, and I got caught in this eddy where I spun around, and it like cut my leg open like with a huge gash, and my shorts got ripped off of me. And I'm, Blood, I walked all left the, it bloody nude. Right. And I walked all the <laughs> way back to this fucking hut and they gave me like shorts and everything. And I'm standing there and lightning strikes outside 
And my fucking leg just goes nuts. Like I got a little jolt of electricity inside of me. Man. Like it just fucking was it part of through the door. Dumb me now, now. Yeah. <laughs> Water has electricity. I mean, some of us were standing outside when a big bolt of lightning hit like scary. right what? next to us. Yeah, and it was huge. very scary. It was a lot. It was Florida's huge. right next to the lightning. As I, as I think it's the, like the elevation or something. I don't know. What, what's the take on Florida? People didn't think we were going to go down there, but uh, Sachs was born and raised there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't get my, my my folks lived about an hour south, and I didn't invite them to the show. Understandable. <laughs> I don't that's want your, my I don't want my parents. Buddies and I mean, and his dad showed up. Yeah, yeah. My friend it. Jeff and his dad Clay showed up, and right. Clay smoked too much weed and had to be carried out of the place. <laughs> yeah. Now, as someone who will listen to this, I think Clay might necessarily he might not agree with that uh <laughs> hey it's just the facts yeah, he just he just finished the blunt and then it was time play, for him to go home blunt hard he hit the blunt hard but then his cab arrived and someone just helped him to the cab uh <laughs> he had to be held that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah it didn't look like it would have happened hey, without we, help we've I, done it everywhere we go when we were in dc the last one we did someone just fell straight on their ass like a blank of wood and everybody got all worried and it was like eh, now nah, he's fine he'll I checked in to make sure Clay was okay, and he was the next morning. So he asked was you what was in the weed, though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, of course. He yeah, pulled, he pulled the old guy <laughs> smoking weed wet. thing. Yeah, you laced that. I didn't know you liked to get wet, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you party, Clay. I didn't know that. Uh, I had one let down from Florida, which is I wanted to buy a T-shirt with <laughs> with an alligator wearing sunglasses, smoking a joint, and. I, Honestly, we didn't even have the time to, to to look, but I I just really wanted to come back from Florida with that thing. Yeah, I was in Ocean City, Maryland once, and they had this shirt and it said "Totally Stoned" with a frog on the front of it, and they didn't have it in my size, and I've just regretted it ever since. <laughs> totally toned. <laughs> yeah, I liked Florida. I thought it, I thought the show was really fun. It was too hot there. And the house smelled like farts, and I don't think the air conditioner worked up to my standards. But that's been a theme in all yeah, the Airbnbs. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I also climbed into bed with Brian. Oh, <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. He did try to climb into bed with me <laughs> at one point, and I said, Sam, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you just said, don't Sam, you're in the wrong. That's it. <laughs> I was laying in bed and all of a sudden somebody's trying to climb in with me and I look up and see Sam Knight and I had to inform him that buddy, no, wrong room. There's a different room. The funniest thing is Sam brought his girlfriend. I know. I know. know. Well, on that side of the hall, out when you walk out of the bathroom after a good, you know, ten or fifteen minute sit. And you forgot which direction you came from, and you may or may not have done psychedelic mushrooms the night before, and suddenly all the rooms look the same. And you open it, and there's a bed, and you're just like, I'm just so fucking tired. I just need to. And then, oops, it's Brian. No, that's that's what's been good about this is that like everybody is not a complainer, like not the way that he is. Like y'all just really jumped into my way, which is like get get into it. And I was happy to see that uh, Tom and Terrence shared a bed in D.C. because that's podcasting on the road. I know it's the worst. Me and Brett have me and Brett have shared beds. Terrence makes noises in his sleep. He goes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I 
Interesting. Interesting. I mean, I, I mean, mean you're no. supposed to keep and that in the bed chambers. And he does that, you know, that, you know, everybody does that, like, you know, like you dream your fall. Yeah, or yeah. Or jerk or whatever. I'm traumatized. What but you, you just do it like, like this. It's oh. like, there's like a pattern. It's like, <laughs> I'm sure Tom makes no noise at all, right? He's just perfectly laying. Tom doesn't sleep. I'm I'm a fantastic bedfellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, somebody. Yeah, it sounded like a special pillow. I was yeah. up. I was up all night awake doing paperwork, and it sounded like zoo animals were upstairs. I was like, they're never going to bed. I don't. It was rustling all night long. Well, me and Tom like. are men who have to pee sometimes. Okay, <laughs> large prostates. Okay, we're old. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sh- yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, think, I think for whatever complaining that brian might, might have done he he definitely made up for it by being our driver this whole trip he showed doing a fantastic, the entire time fantastic job i uh, i i like to drive the it's wheel man my pleasure to do there was one just one close call yeah yeah i was going the wrong way down a one way because i was like fuck it who's gonna come down this road and of course Somebody decided to come down the road, so I had to throw it in reverse so they could get by, and I didn't pay attention to the woman behind me, who also happened to be trying to go the wrong way in a one way. (laughs) And she didn't move. I mean, it was just like there's a 15-passenger van that's about to crash into you, and she just sat there waiting for it to happen. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, her. Just put it in reverse, like five feet. Get the fuck out of there. It was wild. Then yeah. There was a, a highway horror movie situation with a semi truck that almost ran us off the road a few times that Brian took to evasive maneuvers. Yeah, I did have to, I did have to do. I mean, I would be good at running from the cops or something like that. I think I would be decent at like car chases or stuntman type stuff because I did save our lives when that fucking truck. Yeah, it's like maximum overdrive yeah, or one of those weird got baby drive. driver over here. I've got I've got stunt driving skills, you know, no big deal. I He's could probably take on a few bank robberies. <laughs> yeah, we'll, try we, it. we will all co-sign for you if you can get the gig. Let's try it, man. Getaway car, Brian. That sounds like my type of thing. I'll be like baby driver. Yeah. Your your avatar can be your lift your lift photo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> That would be good. That would be good. Yeah. So I, I did have a meltdown myself a little bit uh, about the food that we've eaten so far. And y'all just have the lowest standards that it makes me <laughs> so fucking frustrated. I really wanted to go eat like kings at some point, And you were like, I don't know, we'll just eat fast food, I guess. Well, uh, there was nowhere to eat by a lot of the Airbnbs were all outside of the city. And then we're driving in this massive van that you have to park when you go into the city to eat good food. So mm-hmm. it makes it really hard. You got to go somewhere with a parking lot, and places with parking lots generally don't have very good food. Well, we, <laughs> my I saw Terrence ate you can one have easy parking or good food. You can't have it all. Yeah, yeah. Terrence ate one pound of spinach this week. He I bought did. it in like the clamshell, and this morning finished it off just by hand, just leaf. He's gonna be the only one. He's gonna be the only one next week. He uh, severe I bowel problems. <laughs> and even then, that's not a guarantee. He's not, but like when we got in the van, he was like, "Did anybody want any prunes?" Because you have to worry about fiber. You want to be regular. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right on, dude. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, Terrence was prepared. Well, You're I, very exacting about yeah. that. I bought some oranges in Florida, and you guys were making fun of me. I mean, <laughs> you guys like, oh, man, we're in Florida. Get some oranges. And, and Brian's like, yeah, you know, they have them in supermarkets in Ohio too. You get it closer to the like, source. You get it closer to the source, it's better, you know? And I don't. 
Yeah. Go well, ahead. Those peach. You ate that fucking rock hard peach of his. <laughs> it was. We good. stopped by a peach stand and he bought these things and they just kept disappearing. He's like, I'm t- everybody. It takes two days to ripen and then people were just grabbing them and eating them like they were a fucking apple. Fucking gross. Was that a meat? Was that a meal that occurred outside your one meal, Brian? <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah. Uh, I people, saw people the. Went, I saw the peaches sitting there and I thought there were peaches left by the Airbnb because it's in Atlanta. So I walked by and just grabbed one and started eating one because some of these places leave you stuff. And I, I just like ate it. And everybody's like, how was a peach? You know, and I was like, it was a peach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say about this thing. But uh, some folks did. They have talked to me about your eating habits. We're very peculiar. And I'd like to. Because they've heard it from me, but I'd like everyone else to explain how uh, Brian Quimby fuels that engine. Brian eats like a uh, one of those super long uh, pythons where they need like <laughs> six zookeepers to hold it. He just eats a shitload at one time. He's like a snake. Once, Usually once. before bed. <laughs> right before bed. Right the, before bed. The healthiest time to eat. Three, three. He takes down the gazelle right before bed, which fuels him the rest of the day until he needs to feed again. Right I mean, they got night. me to do this podcast directly after pizza when I was headed upstairs to go to bed. We just ate a half of fucking large pizza, and I'm headed upstairs to go to bed. And they're like, we got to do a podcast. I'm like, ah, oh, god damn it. Knight said to me, he was like, if I ate two Whataburgers last night, there's no way I'd be eating lunch this afternoon either. Yeah, I get up and I drink a Soylent and then I have like a steady caffeine and Kratom regimen for the rest of the day. And then at the end of the day, I have a nice little meal. I usually eat around six, though. I don't usually eat before I go to bed, but on days of live shows, I don't want to eat before I go on stage. Because I don't want to have to either one take a shit or two throw up on stage. I just like don't even want to put the food in there to make it happen. <laughs> it would be cool, cool to throw up on stage one time. I feel like everybody would just cheer it. Yeah. It would be a yeah. Gigi yeah. Allen type of thing, I'm sure. But I, I don't want to be the guy that does it. You know, I don't want the video of me. I would. All I right. <laughs> All right. Okay. What, what now. to think about for our next live show? Puke uh, on uh, Brett's bare feet and we'll get like <laughs> 20 million like views on YouTube. Uh, what is this fucking freaky show? Um, I subsisted mostly off starches and canned foods. Oh, you cooked up that, that stinky ass rice. You did the, the Ben's Minute Rice in the microwave and ate that whole thing and everybody took a guess at what you were eating and nobody was fucking right at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love those things. <laughs> like filling yeah it's a bunch of rice that'll do the job i mean i i just like i don't want to eat during the day it seems like such a pain in the ass yeah. you know it's like yeah. oh i gotta stop and do put stuff in my mouth and <laughs> chew it and fucking digest it what if i have to take a shit at six o'clock i don't want to do that so it's easier just to spread them out, out a little bit it worked out yeah yeah so uh, how about the shows? Like, what have, have you all feel like you've developed your thing? What have you learned doing this tour so far? You picked anything up, you think? Learned how talented the Trillbillies are. I know. They were a hit. The motherfuckers outsold us on T-shirts, too. I'm going to have to do a clearance sale on my fucking website because <laughs> it, of y'all. It's uh, artificial demand. <laughs> we... Yeah, we tease the tease them along for yeah, years. It's like a PlayStation. Yeah, we've been yeah, we've been playing with their emotions for two and a half years. Right. So, right. so they deserved it. They deserved, you know, finally getting a t shirt. But yeah, it was awesome to have y'all open everything up. Uh playing the fucking organ is like 
so cool because me and Brian are like doing the laziest thing that we can. <laughs> and in my mind, I would love to do something like that, but I just don't have the skills. And so it's cool to have y'all get everybody in the mood and like rev them up. It was amazing to see y'all work. I don't know, Brett. We watch you get up there and whip off those shoes. And uh, <laughs> that, that got people in the mood pretty That is quick. tracking up the band. I like the Trill Billies trying to get the audience to reveal the biggest lies they've ever told. We only had two people clean. take us up on. <laughs> I think three. All right. I, remember, I, I told some lies before. I, when I used to work on, on the Hill, I was a tour guide. Uh, taking taking people on a tour of the capital, and I missed out on the training session, so I really didn't know a bunch of the shit I was supposed to say. So I'd end up lying about a lot of shit. Like I knew the obvious stuff, but uh, I ended up making a bunch of things like you know, see those people would ask the weirdest things. They'd see like little weird imperfections in the stone or something. They'd be like, "What's that from?" And it's like, "Shit's old." But I'd be like, you know, that's uh, those are bullet holes from an attempted assassination on Andrew Jackson here, right here in the Capitol. <laughs> Being there, the people would look up like that. Uh, where'd they get that chandelier from? Like a uh, pirate ship. <laughs> You're an entertainer. You're born entertainer. You're, that's no what they want. Questions to... asked. They just nod their head. Wow. Yeah. Very, they... very cool. You're an expert in that situation. <laughs> I love it. Now I want to be a tour guide. You sure you just make anything you have? Nobody's. Nobody's expecting anything. <laughs> Nobody's fact-checking. People really like to ask questions on their own just to be like, I'm the person asking questions in the group, and they don't even listen to the answer. Yeah, no, they don't care. I one time I had this I had this uh job interview. It wasn't a big thing, but like they had did that thing like, uh, tell us something interesting about your life. And I was already annoyed by it at the time. <laughs> so I was like, Well, I was born with six toes. Like that's something interesting about me. On each foot or all combined? On one, on one. But I swear to God, after we were done with the training, a guy comes over to me and said, I was born with six fingers. And he shows me the fucking scar on his hand that he had from his... He took it off? Yeah, that he got it cut off. Shit. I have a similar story, but involved... Could have been a picture. Yeah. I have a buddy who will probably say this, so I won't mention his name, but uh, I'm not proud of this, but one of my games I used to play, like Lodi, you know, we played Lodi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'd tell my buddies that I had uh, had, I was in a bicycle accident. Had one nut, <laughs> and <laughs> and I was. <laughs> I probably get canceled by telling this anyway. We'll go down with you. I, we'll go, we'll go. I I would say yeah, man. It's like you know, it's, I'm not being trying to be weird or anything, but like you can you know you can touch it if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and every time, ten out of ten times, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I told them I had a fake nut, and they wouldn't know it. <laughs> yeah. So they, 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 your balls. they would do that. They'd poke it. I'd say, I don't have a fake nut. <laughs> and then I'd oh, it feels pretty real. Well, one time I pulled that that gag, and we were sitting there. I was sitting there at the table of us. And I said, yeah, guys, I, you know, I set the story up. I was like, you know, I was in this bicycle accident, and I, the car came and hit me, and I I lost one of my nuts. And before I got to the, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm not trying to be weird or anything, but you can like, if you want to, you can like touch it if you want to. And <laughs> before I could get to the punchline, my buddy at the other end of the table stood up like he just had been waiting for somebody to say that it was okay to have one. He goes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
like the idea that someone gets cosmetic surgery <laughs> to have a fake nut in there. It's just, they do that, though. Sure. They do that for real. Like, really if you lose a, a nut, they put an extra yeah. one in. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I have a buddy that did have one, and they added an extra one. I might have yeah. been like a Tom-type <laughs> story. He used to tell us he had one, and his girlfriend was like, check it out, dude. I, he's got one nut. I'm telling you for real now. No, he had it's three. It's hard to gargle. three of them. It's hard to gargle three. one nut. He didn't just nut. have one. He had three. <laughs> Two that additional prosthetic nuts. No, he had three nuts. He didn't just have one nut. <laughs> Wait, he went for an extra? It wasn't an <laughs> accident. He's going total recall with his nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember it wasn't That'd an accident be because cool. I was like, surgery. man, was there an accident? I don't remember why, but no, it was he had three nuts and we were oh. all like, you this motherfucker doesn't have three nuts. And this was back in the 90s. So everybody was like way too homophobic to like check Verify. to see if he had three nuts. <laughs> and he started dating this girl and we we're like. Sean really got three nuts and she was like yeah he has three nuts (laughs) (laughs) he's got a bag of marbles we were fucking blown away by it man and then it's all we talked about for probably two years tell the legend of the three nutted man I remember in 10th grade we had this this sex ed teacher come in and uh, said we could fill out on the riffing on the three nut thing uh, fill out anonymous questions and and throw them in the basket. And so everyone throws in their questions in the basket, and but she goes over one or two. And then I just start burst out laughing, and I ask if I can add another question to the basket. Uh, so I do, and she picks it up, totally violating the anonymity thing, and just like picks it up right away, and says, uh, "So the question is, uh, do chodes exist?" <laughs> <laughs> they do, obviously. That, that, well, that's that's what she said. She said, "Yeah, I mean, penises come in all different shapes and sizes, and yes, a penis can be wider than it is long. Chodes exist." And I was just like, <laughs> "You did it! You got the teacher to say it." I was just laughing my ass <laughs> off, but I was so pissed about like this whole pretense of anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> you were worried like, about the rules. I know. And then somebody probably in there was like, Sam's got a chode. There was <laughs> <laughs> probably all kind of conversation about Sam's chode for the whole rest of the yeah. time he was in school. <laughs> all right. Can I Did, make a confession here? Yeah. I'm fucking two oh, God, it's time. Sorry. I always thought chode was something else. I did too. I thought a chode was the space between your balls and your That's your That's your gooch. Same, same That's here. your taint. Taint. Tank, I've heard that. I've heard it referred to as I a chode. I have too. Colloquially, ass, colloquially, we'll call that. We call that a gooch. We call yeah. it a taint in Ohio. It's Ass taint ball your connection, balls, ABC. Yeah. I've heard uh, grundle. But, well, can you, grundle you mind is also a chode for me. A chode is a penis that is wider than it is like long. a tuna can. Yeah, thing. like a tuna right. can penis. Right. Which is, Boom. I mean, scoops up the sides what better the than the slim stuff. Like, Shut up. <laughs> Don't talk about it having sex now. It's like the bag thing on Nick's camera. Yeah, that's a ch- well. No, that's too long. Oh. A chode, so, like I said, think chunk light tuna. So for anyway, the point like, is, just be careful when you throw your questions in the basket. Your teacher might just grab it up right away and start reading it. And uh, so yeah, that's what we learned from this tour, I guess, about chodes. We learned that they do exist. Fascinating. The Sam has one. What 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 was one? What was y'all's favorite shows? Like individually, let's go around the table. Oh, this is mean to the shows that weren't our. Oh fuck them! Hey, no, <laughs> no, they deserve I, I to be told. I they deserve to be told. But uh, clearly, clearly, when we were in Atlanta, the uh, delegates at the DSA convention just wanted to let loose. You could tell. 
Yeah, that was a good show. Saturday night, Drunken Unicorn. We had all sorts of wild chants going on that night. Yeah, people all throughout the tour, we had wild chants, but that night especially. Yeah, people were amped up. I thought every show was good, but yeah, that that first Atlanta night was tough to beat, and I thought Chapel Hill was really good. Look, we got shout out to whoever gave us um, mushroom tincture, but they didn't happen in Atlanta, boys. That's true. Yeah, it was did happen in Chapel Hill. (laughs) Yeah, what was his name? Um, oh, I'm sure he wants that out on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, definitely do not say it. I, I will not say Dude, it, uh, but it's it's a common yeah we it's, it's, it's a common Terry. Christian name. We it's received Terry. Terry Terry Lonnie Terrence. Yeah, this is a first for me. I have no, I've never seen this before. It's a mushroom tincture that doesn't make you throw up and uh, well, it, it, it makes does, you feel incredible. It, yeah, I mean, it does have a bit of an alcohol flavor. It, it's oh, when I get over that. Goodness right. gracious, what's complaining over here? Yeah. <laughs> it's psilocybin that doesn't give you the shits. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Yeah. Same yeah, the old school is one flaw with everything. I brought y'all a bunch of. I was just chugging it. It made me gag a little bit. Remember when he was all fired up about it not being ego death? Oh, this shit ain't ego death. I mean. Can't even get ego death with this stuff. It's garbage. He didn't really say it was garbage, but he was like, "Oh, I, I could probably drink a whole bottle of this and not get ego death." It's like, dude, ego death is like a like you just got to give in to something yeah, yeah. For that to happen. You can't just be like, "I'm Disagree. waiting, come and get me, fucking ego death." <laughs> it's like 48 minutes into it as well. Yeah. It's like going to the movie. It's like those people that go to the movies or a concert and they cross their arms and are like, "Fucking entertain me." And like just, you got to get them from like they expect you to get them from zero to a hundred. Right. <laughs> like at some point. I guess the reverse of this is like just some like fucking new age shit. Like all the drugs are within you, and you never actually have to fucking do them. I'm sorry oh, if I wanted to chug an entire vial of mushrooms. Do it. No, I'm just saying this is great. I would. I'm no complaints. I brought y'all a bunch of like dried up fucking like mushrooms to like eat in a peanut butter sandwich. This is a better choice. In my opinion, yeah, the dried I'm up down mushrooms with this. Uh, will make you have to shit at a ween concert. So. <laughs> yep, yep. Eventually, you gotta go you'll to the bathroom. A, you'll have a meltdown at a ween concert <laughs> because you have to take a shit, and Not you're cute. sitting on a bench outside of the bathroom, and you're saying like, "I think I'm gonna have to just go in there and do it." <laughs> now nah, let's go see the cut. Co- no, I'm gonna. Have, I think I gotta go in there and just do it. And and you're watching people fuck on the lawn you know, too. Over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just spent your time trying to figure out if you. Had to shit at the <laughs> fucking concert. Oh, that was hell. Yeah, that's all. It was really good. Uh, we, um, what about tour? Like any highlights? Uh, I, I think DC kicked us off. Well, we had a couple technical difficulties in that first show, and it was a weird venue, but the crowd stuck with us. Yeah, us a lot of people showed it. up. Yeah, a lot of people showed up. We did back to back shows, and then yeah, as Tom was saying, we got to Chapel Hill, and it was just a rocket launch from there onto the rest of the tour. They just propelled us forward into. A, Jacksonville, and then the momentum took us to Atlanta. I mean, we had uh, we had the classic KJB chant going. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty much all the shows, nearly all the shows. We had some uh, Death to America chants going. Yeah, yeah. which I saw y'all talking about during the week. Like, how can we get these people to say Death to America? It was easy. It was quite easy. You worked hard. <laughs> Pretty easy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I like. I I, I want to say that like Chapel Hill and. Uh, and Jacksonville were my two favorite sets that me and Brett did. Like, I loved that Atlanta show. I thought it was really fun and stuff, but I was pretty hard on myself afterward and didn't feel great about what I had done up on stage. There was a guy 
standing next to the stage practically tapping his watch (laughs) and there was a clock next to me and i was just fucking nervous and i didn't really and but the crowd was so great that it propelled the show to being i think something great but i i I really i loved i loved chapel hill and jacksonville like those those are going to be sets that i remember forever yeah that second show in atlanta with lee baines the third just bringing it home Unfucking real, man. Like that energy was so good. And like it was crazy because like I wanted him to play his songs and I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but I was like, could you close this out with like a song that everybody would get riled up with? And I, you know, I was just trying, but not trying to be like an asshole about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's like, you ever heard that song, uh, Woody Guthrie and Billy Bragg did? Or the Billy Bragg one? I was like, I, I don't know. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to learn it. And he runs into the green room. He's just on his phone tooling around on his fucking guitar and he learned the fucking thing like right before he went up on stage yeah he's great that guy is the best he's a sweetie lee baines the third is the best and if he's coming to your town if you don't see him you're dumb Agreed. see how i just nagged him into going to see right. uh lee baines the third so that's yeah. that's one of tom's buddies yeah it's one that's of right. tom's buddies <laughs> he's coming to dc in october he's playing uh comet pizza <laughs> Oh, Comment yeah. ping pong. We're going to have to talk to him about that. See what, uh, you know. We'll tell no, him no, 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 no. We, well, we, we, we need to go. We, we need to self investigate that place. So. Yeah, he's he's, he's doing it ironically. Out. They'll get you in the back rooms. That's right. Lee will yeah. probably bring you backstage so you can at least check for the cages and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now we have we can have somebody we can trust to let us. Yeah. <laughs> we got a man on the inside. I'm surprised yeah. someone hasn't tried to subpoena that place for like records of fucking Jeffrey Epstein credit card receipts at this point. Oh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see about that. He made it in the garbage can on the last as, night. As speaking is, of, good. of Jeffrey Epstein, I said, did you see where Malcolm Gladwell was in his little black book? Oh yeah, no. oh yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. No, not the Freakonomics guy. It kind of <laughs> makes sense. He's got a similar haircut to Steven Pinker. What if he? What if he spent ten thousand hours in Jeffrey Epstein's airport? <laughs> <laughs> Became an expert on became the master. <laughs> what does that make him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 well, we didn't, re- we had met the Sams. We've known, me and Brad have known the Sams for a long time. And like, they, we knew they were fun guys to hang out with and we knew they were really good on stage. So we, we like the, the only real wild card was the Trillbillies. And what I learned is like, they're the best two dudes in the world. Like, I love hanging out with these guys. It's, they're, they're really like actually fun. Like, there's a lot of times where when you hang out with, especially with people who do the kind of stuff we do, they're too cool to do anything. And they, they kind of have their own ego about stuff. And it's, it's like, uh, it's really fun to hang out with people who are willing to just give in to like having fun and doing the tour and, and laughing and, and not melting down and shit. And, and like, I just, I, the, it was really surprising. It like, it didn't surprise me. I know you guys are cool guys, but like, you guys were really cool dudes, man. And I said, it was like a gamble. really fun. It totally was a gamble. Uh, every, <laughs> on, on, your, on your part. At no, first, I, no that's what I was like, <laughs> first DC show, Showtime, I was ready. I mean, I was like, I did not know how it was going to go on. Yeah, yeah I mean, you canceled. You did say I'm I out of the show. And I said, briefly, I can't do this. That was your moment. I mean, that really was. It was like, uh, you said, I, I, Terrence came up, y'all came up together as a unit, and we're like, we're not going to go on. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, we'll, this we'll pivot. And I went and talked to the Sams, and then like I could just see you running up from behind, like, oh fuck it, no, no, I didn't mean all that, you know. <laughs> I was just fucking with you. I was <laughs> just, I just wanted to say it, <laughs> keeping everybody on their toes. <laughs> yeah, I was like that 
for the first like 50, 15 shows we did because we were only doing one at a time. I think I think that that like doing more than one in, in a row, like not doing just one every month, lets you build up a resistance to that anxiety a lot easier than like trying to figure out, you know, oh my God, I got to do this again next month. Is anybody going to be there? And you start freaking out again. But yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. you guys were great up there. Like I, I, I was... I like I I kept telling you that like I'm I'm almost jealous of how great you guys are at this after doing it like five or six times that like like you I was not as good as you guys are when I was in that when I was at that time I I like you guys are like a polished act it's it's really inc been incredible to watch yeah thanks guys definitely thank you. One you, thing you should learn about me is I definitely don't have a chode. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Poor Sam. Now I got everybody thinking he has a nice start of a rumor. You had to. But if I did have a chode, you know what? It would it's be okay. Fine. It would be fine. It would be I'm totally fine. fine. <laughs> it would be fine. We would start a Claremont Lounge, but for guys with weird dicks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's I got to say. Body positivity. Also, just getting me out to the Claremont Lounge was like a Herculean task that, that only I think well, Tom could do. And not only yeah. that, you stayed out all night. Yeah, oh. I did. It was I one did. of the best nights of my life. So crazy. we should probably explain <laughs> to these people, and it's not because, you know, it's not because anything that we wanted to do, it was all because Jamie Peck from the Antifada dragged us there. She was like, we're right across the street from the Claremont Lounge, and I go to Atlanta every time I'm there. And Tom was already in my ears, like, we should go to Claremont Lounge. And it's a strip joint, but like any, not like any other I've been to in my fucking life. Like, the ones that I go to are so dirty and dingy and just like guys humping the air and shit, and it just <laughs> fucking sucks. But that was a party. That was like a real deal, old school party. One of the best nights of my life. I'll, I'll remember it forever. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone out. I, I definitely, that is not something. If it was just me and Brett on this tour, I'd have been like, Brett, I'll meet you back at the hotel. And I would have been asleep <laughs> while you guys were yeah. dancing. There's something nice about it. And I don't even smoke, but there's something nice about going to a bar where you can still smoke. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Cool. We were on the dance floor. And I was like, and Brian was like, do I have to step outside? She's like, no, you can smoke on the dance floor. Well, the dude said it more like it was partying, too. I was like, hey, man, where do you go to smoke? And he was like, you can smoke in here. And like waved around. I was like, hell yeah. This place fucking rocks. The DJ was uh, God, damn, septuagenarian, maybe octogenarian. I'd he say was, he was every bit of 85. Yeah, he was in the 80s. He had a nice slick fedora on, full fucking vest. And he had was, those like frilly, like summer. Like bandanas tied around his neck, like Stevie Nicks probably. <laughs> <laughs> Older fella, huh? Did he play any Credence Clearwater Revival? None of that. None of that. None of that. He was on fire, though. Yeah, it was a good time. Claremont was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I'm laughing at something else that's not allowed to be on the podcast. Well, it's allowed to be on the podcast because it's all over the video. But uh, Tom got us started on this game. It's called the Lodi game. <laughs> when we were leaving Raleigh. My girlfriend over there is just not amused. <laughs> just... But, I mean, it's on video unless you don't want it in. No. Everybody's got it. Everybody loves it. I don't think it. it is on video. Is it on video? Is this is, is that making the video, Nick? Is Alternative, that yeah, it's just because it's beat film, Nick Hayes to death right now, and there will be no video. No, we don't have to. If you're <laughs> uncomfortable, I don't get care. It. Here's the deal. Get it, FBI. Here's the deal. 
CCR's Lodi, the chorus sounds like he's saying, Oh Lord, sucking an old guy off again. <laughs> for and the repeated time, not for the first time. Yeah, he just keeps saying it. Like, yeah. yeah. And so as we left Raleigh, Tom told us that, and we. From, from that point, turned every single song that we heard into about sucking an old guy off. Yes. And that has that's been, been a lot of fun. A, so lot, a lot of, of fun, people, yeah. I think people think we're having like these like intellectual conversations in the van, but it's yeah. really just doing. Uh, my favorite moment was when we did the uh, Peter Gabriel, the old guy, that one. <laughs> <laughs> what were the greatest hits of the Low Night Game? Yeah, I'm we, sucking off old guys. Yes. Oh! We we were just we had died off. Brian was listening to podcasts and we were all in the back like wearing ourselves out. And then you said that out of nowhere and started the whole thing back up again. Yes. You were just waiting for it. It was the best. Ugh. Yeah, the van without a radio is like... Yes, we didn't have a radio. That was the problem, too, is that there was no setup for an aux cable, and I know that was killing everybody, but we only had radio. Ruined, it ruined our plans to blast new metal all the way down to Jacksonville. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I we couldn't get in the mood. Listening to Limp Biscuit on the way down there, which I did I did do some Limp Biscuit on stage. You did. In Jacksonville. It was the most humiliating thing I've ever done on a stage. And I've done so, I've taken my shoes off on stage. <laughs> on this tour you did it. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did one time. They're, now money. they're starting to figure out like that they can they make don't you do it. Just shut up, then I'll do it. But I, I I'm gonna stop doing it. It it's cut off. From now on, Atlanta was the last time I take my shoes off on You don't stage. know how hard these people are going to try to get those things off. Well, <laughs> they're going to have to scream them off then because I'm not using my hands. The audience threw like $25 on stage. Yes, that was yeah. new for us. Yeah, we were uh, all of a sudden one started coming up on the stage when Brian took his shoes off. So that Actually, was I, I was backstage. I threw a dollar myself <laughs> <laughs> from the side. I do have beautiful feet. It's not like any kind of a secret or anything. Yeah. I've had them. I've had them. Uh, a dominatrix took a look at them. by a dominatrix, and uh, they forty dollars. I could easily get. Yeah, she a said, photo of them. Yep, absolutely. I can co-sign that. Yeah. So there's that. I'm doing okay in that department. I have a question, and that's just something I've wondered about your act. Is barefoot? legal it's, it's, it's really i don't know i don't know if that's real or if it's i'm all the time barefoot like I think at the house is technically legal but there is a war being fought not for him in the grocery stores right and in the office buildings of america <laughs> which say a low-grade war yeah you have to wear shoes but there's these people that are going out and saying like i won't wear shoes and you can't make me, and they'll take pictures of themselves in the grocery store without shoes on, right? right. And be like, "It's legal. You can't do nothing about it." So <laughs> right. I, I don't know, man. It's like a mindset too. Yeah, he wears shoes to yeah. bed. I do. I wear shoes in bed. I do. <laughs> he doesn't care. He <laughs> put them on the couch. He, he puts his feet up on the couch, like on his furniture with fucking shoes on. I, I put my feet on my bed. I, I so. sleep in jeans sometimes, and Alex questions that. It's weird. It's but comfortable. It's yeah. I mean, if yeah. you're in your clothes and you go to lay down, well, I mean, what's wrong with it? You know, it's what's the difference between that and pajamas? It's like being swaddled, like you're just real nice and tucked in there. 
Yeah. All together. Know, Everything's I, all together. I think you should take off those damn pants before you get in bed. You've been all walking right, around all day. You got your, your sweat on those on, pants. That's a in your dreams, lover. I, I didn't want to take this thing over. What about y'all? Did you learn anything about the people on this tour? That like, was there any things that you didn't know or highlights? I mean, we already talked about Brian's eating habits that I learned and uh, have new respect for. <laughs> <laughs> the snake method. The snake method. But no, I. I Sam and I hadn't had a chance to ever hang out with the Trillbillies. And uh, yeah, y'all y'all have been a blast. Yeah, a a new friendship. Wonderful. It's a budding friendship. There's something about Tom that just brings me back to like hanging out with my dad and his friends when I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I mean, I said the same thing to Brian. It just reminds me the guys that would come around was like one of you. You were one of the bad eggs that would be around my yeah. dad that my mom would be trying to chase away. Yeah. I don't want you hanging out with that damn Tom anymore. Luckily, my wife thinks Tom's the greatest guy in the world. Oh, he so is. He's a legend. She's right about him. But Terrence, like for me, I, I think I, I'm most inspired by you because you make your own way in things. And I love the way that you find your own fun. And like when we ever, ever wherever we stopped, we had no idea where you were, but you were like out talking to bugs and checking the scenery and like <laughs> doing the pacing the lots. Like, yeah, you went kayaking by yourself. Like you didn't have to wait for other people to give you the permission. You're just like, it's fucking out there. I'm going to do it. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah. I didn't really thought of it that way before. It's you, like getting back to like a base neutral. You know what I mean? Like just to kind of, uh, you know, you got to decompress every now and then. Absolutely. And uh, get some steps in. Yeah, I admire it. Yeah. Thanks. Terrence, a man of the trees. Terrence right. loves the trees. He's just That's... staring out the van window <laughs> saying, guys, just look out there. Hundreds of different trees <laughs> out there. Just look. I just wanted you to see. Deciduous the... evergreen. Deciduous, yeah. deciduous yeah. evergreen. <laughs> I just wanted y'all to see what I was saying. You know? Yeah. You ever wanted to make someone... I mean, I've I've looked out I've looked out at those woods driving down ninety five, all my life, but I've never seen them. But now you look, you look. Now I see them differently. But you didn't say. That's right. I looked. He gave you that. That's what I was. Now you see the trees instead of the forest. That's right. You listen to the forest, but you didn't hear the forest. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, it's been great. I really did was like, I, I just thought it was going to be like, at some point there would be someone would have to fight and we'd have to like send them to a hotel. I was like <laughs> trying to prepare for every hey, bad circumstance like of taking with this crowd. eight, but like taking eight fucking people and throwing them all together in a fucking van is just not a good idea under most circumstances. And it's really awesome that y'all were so chill and got down, especially when I was like, you know, we're not into this, make money. We're having a good time. You know, like y'all got with the program and uh, I think we did something legendary here so i'm glad we're able to do this yeah we, we still got a few more hours here and i'm not anticipating any fights but i do want to say one thing <laughs> i learned about tom over there i learned this this guy played tennis bit of a jock here oh he's uh, good <laughs> he's a sporto he's I a fucking frat guy too that, then i learned that he ain't that good <laughs> oh really not only did i wax him at the tennis video game in the van every time we played but then I took him down to the ping pong table too in Yuli. I would say, I would wow. say, I would say narrowly. <laughs> I mean, matter I how narrow it is. Both of y'all. When you yeah, you lost. You to lost me to too, both man, of us, and I blew a five point lead to Sax. <laughs> uh, I was up twenty fifteen. Well, I'll say this: they beat me, Tom. So the competition, the competition up in Pissdown is a little bit 
stiffer. Yeah. Well, uh, than the competition. All of you. I mean, all of y'all. It's been crazy. <laughs> like y'all are so competitive. It's like when you wake up and I woke up like later and came down and y'all took a rummy cube game and somehow turned it into poker chips so you could start playing a few hands in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah, Matt took all my money. No, yeah, I'm really not. One. I'm not I'm really not mad at playing. Yeah, all, all five of those night dollars, was, which paid me in quarters. Damn. We put five bucks in. Each of us were going to put five bucks in. I think uh, Sam Knight ended up taking home seven bucks in quarters. <laughs> That's not a win at all. <laughs> you got to roll that shit. I mean, I just kept on catching the uh, the pocket rockets. So All right. It was, it was well, I'm going to wrap it up here. Is there anything y'all wanted to get in before we go? Get it on the record? We're going to do this again. That's what I want to say. This is happening again somewhere in this country. We are going to do this again. I don't know where. Not the South, probably, this time. But uh, we're going to take this thing on the road again. We're going to do this more because working with these guys has been one of the best times of my career. And it, it fucking rocked. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sick. Yeah, I had a blast. Let's do it again. And thanks to everyone who came out to all the shows. Uh, hopefully, you uh, heard something familiar in what we said here. You can take it home with you, too. Right. Yeah, it was great. Thanks for being here. We're Street Fight Radio. We're the District Sentinel. We're Trillbillies. Peace. Just about a year ago, I set out.